Welcome to the Clientele Podcast brought to you by WP Care Market, where our mission is to bridge the gap in communication between website professionals and the clients they serve to better the website services relationships. On each episode of the podcast, we will bring you a web pro and a client to give different perspectives on the conversation so we learn and grow from one another. I'm so excited to introduce again Mike Killen of Sell Your Service. He is lover of Disney World light shows and <laughs> marketing funnels. Sure. Again, those two main things. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. We can go into that later. Uh, and then uh, on the business owner, website owner perspective, I'm thrilled to reintroduce Sarah to her back to the podcast. Hello. She was editor on Food Network where she and I work together and she is now uh, owner of Baker's Dozen Media, where she reps a lot of fantastic celebrities, which we cannot name due to NDAs and her own products. Thank you, Sarah, for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> How do you like working with those celebrities, by the way? You know what? I really love it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, there's difficult times, but I am so grateful to have some of the best clients in the industry, I think. That's awesome. Well, Do you know how upsetting it is to introduce, it's like, Sarah, editor of the Food Network, a thing that people have heard about, works with celebrities. <laughs> and Mike Hillen, who once cried during a Disney light show. I think that shows the very sensitive side of you that ladies <laughs> and men will love. So. Sure, good. All right. <clears throat> Thank oh, you so much for, for balancing that out. I appreciate that. <laughs> What are we talking about today? We're talking about <laughs> we're talking about Mission Impossible. That is the title of this podcast because every podcast has so good TV yeah. show or movie theme. Mission Impossible. So what I mean by that is vision, values, and mission. And if you haven't ever heard those three terms put together, that's basically what the point of your website should be. <laughs> it should begin there, um, and oftentimes. Uh, when people come, they have different angles and agendas of, of what that looks like. So vision, what is the vision for your company or your website? What are the values and what's the mission that we're trying to accomplish with this project? So, um, you know, Mike, since you, you know a lot about how to explain this, why don't you tell us a little bit about from the web pro perspective, vision, values, and mission? Yeah. So, okay. So from my perspective, when we set up a marketing agency, I initially thought that vision values and mission was kind of a waste of time and a bit fluffy. And what's interesting as we now have a very strong agency, we have multiple pieces of software courses, like I said, best-selling books and all this kind of stuff. I keep coming back to vision values and mission. Everything else is kind of tertiary products. Doesn't matter. Pricing, not that important. I think the best way to sum it up is we if we are really clear on our vision values and mission particularly values arguably more than the others we have had such strong partnerships and relationships both with customers and suppliers and, and kind of industry partners that haven't even required paperwork or legal paperwork but have been extremely financially lucrative and yet when we have a partnership or a deal that's had a lot of paperwork and a lot of legalities and, and lots of like safety barriers, but our values haven't matched up and our vision, usually it's, it's, it's ended up in disaster. So that's the kind of where I have had that big learning point with these three areas. Great. So Sarah, have you heard of vision, values, and mission? I have not. Mm. And so when we as web pros start to talk about that, it's like, it's like a different vocabulary. Mm. Yeah. 
it's so the way that I had this explained vision and vision and mission, not so much because I think they kind of get mixed up. The values part was the bit that we found most interesting. And this is what we find with customers now is we ask them if you were talking to like a younger version of yourself outside of your business, don't worry about any of that. Like if you were talking about to a younger version of yourself or just like a young person who wants to have a successful life, what would you say? the top 10 things are that they have to know? Like what are the top 10 lessons that they have to understand? And for most people, it's stuff like, um, you know, don't take yourself too seriously or have fun. Uh, make sure that you focus on family and stuff. Those like rules for life, we tend to find are people's values. And then we find the top three. And those typically are the values, like the core founding parts of the business. Someone, for example, my, one of my ones is um, have the courage to be disliked you're going to have to create a lot of content. We do a lot of media and, and videos and podcasts and stuff. And for some people, that's not a core value of theirs. So therefore they're probably not going to get on too well with some of my content. Cause I constantly teach people you have to go out and create YouTube content. And if you, if you've got a problem with being disliked, that's going to be a real problem with you. So the value side we found has really helped shape people's businesses um, and, and kind of take their products and services in a different way. And it gives them a bit of an idea of, well, this is what the content of the website should be about. I don't know if that's what you wanted to talk about. Or if yes, I mean, that works. And I really like to be liked a lot. So I right. like <laughs> well, that again explains what Sarah <laughs> was talking about before. And you're the nice one and I'm the not so nice one. So. I'm All a right. good cop, you're a bad cop. Yeah. Well, and that's uh, kind of why I wanted to talk about it because I know in the past when people come through for websites, when someone has a really specific vision or mission of what they're doing with their business, it actually makes the design and development process a lot smoother. So for example, if someone comes and, um, you know, if Nike's mission is just do it, right? That's their vision, actually. Just just yep. do it. That's their vision. And their website is going to be about a, you know, a, a 5K for, you know, families to raise money for a heart transplant center or something like that. And that's going to be the website that Nike's going to do the spin off this, the website. If they're clear that their mission for the website to get a hundred, a thousand families to just do it plays into their vision, it makes it really easy for us to come at it with a design, with with content, with strategy, a marketing strategy. Um, if their value is, um, you know, uh, courage, family, and you know, I'm just making stuff up for Nike here, but that's kind of where we're going at it. So there's two different things. One, um, Sarah, you as the client having your, you know, vision and values and mission for the company. And then me as the web pro having mine in hiring you, right? So big a value for us is relationships. So if you're coming to us and you don't want to have a relationship and you're not interested in, in working together after the website is live, it doesn't align with our value. Um, and subsequently, like with your um, business, if, if, you know, you had values for your new business, and we didn't align with those, we wouldn't be the right web pro. Um, so it kind of plays into the relationship between the two, but also like how we design and develop your website, knowing what the company's about. Does that make sense? It does. So someone, let's say I'm coming to you for the first time, what is something you would recommend the client have prepared for a web pro that would make your lives easier, but to see if that relationship would work? Mike, you want to answer that one? Yeah, so that we actually do, the, first of all, we do the values exercise. We actually just limit it to three. We're like, what are the three things that you would tell a younger version of yourself if you were starting this business, if you were starting again? So let's say that, so 
give me an idea of what the actual business is about, like roughly what it sells, Sarah. Let's just say it sells bourbon. Cool. All right. Awesome. Okay. So you have a bourbon company and you want to sell more bourbon, right? There is a massive difference in someone who wants to sell bourbon to uh, extremely wealthy business owners and position it as a high-end premium product compared to someone who just wants to get it into clubs, right? Big difference there. That already typically is something that most website professionals haven't thought, uh, sorry, most customers haven't thought about. If we understand the values that that bourbon company has, such as it might, family might be one of them, right? Uh, they might also believe that one of the most important things in the world is to get a decent return on investment. They genuinely might actually have that as like, if you want to have a happy and successful life, you have to get a decent return on investment. This is telling me a lot about the direction that we would take their business in and their marketing and their website in. It also highlights very quickly if we've got a massive clash of interests. For example, um, I believe, again, that you should just go ahead and do it anyway because chances are it's going to be shit and you're going to have to redo it from the start anyway, right? So I'm like, just get it out there 60%. Some people are like, no, I'm a perfectionist. I physically have to have every T crossed and every I dotted. I'm like, cool, we're probably not going to work together that well then. And I know that now, and I can handle that however I want. I personally would just say, it's probably best that we don't work together. But understanding those kind of values up front, outside of the marketing aspect, is are we going to get along as people outside of the pricing and the product and the offer? I actually think, do, do our values match? And it's the same thing for hiring as well. So I would assume that as a customer, you would like to know that we've actually got similar values, even if you haven't really thought about it. <laughs> Right. So the vision is the overall vision of the company. Uh, you know, the, what you're trying to change about the world or what you're trying to change with your product, um, you know, kind of nailing that down to one sentence. You know, this, this summarizes our business. And no matter what we do with the business, we will never divert from this vision. This is the, this is the big point. This is the point. The second you divert from the vision, you've basically failed your business and you have to take a step back and reevaluate. The mission is what you're doing to achieve that vision uh, sort of in an active period of time. So in three months time or in six months time or in one year time, uh, that mission may be, we are going to sell $100,000 worth of product. That's your mission. Uh, the vision is larger than that. We're going to change the face of bourbon forever, you know, whatever it is for, for people, make it more enjoyable, whatever it is. That's your bigger vision than your mission is we're going to get 100,000 units sold. Outside of that is the values of, of those three values that make it possible for you to execute your mission inside your vision. So, you know, those, those three core things or four core things or whatever they are, um, that you don't divert from. So no matter what kind of happens with the mission, let's say you fail, let's say you fall short of it, what didn't fail is the values that you said you were going to be, uh, you know, maybe it's um, transparent, you know, transparent. So, you know, you were clear about what was in the product, you're clear about what the product did, you'll always be transparent. So even if you're failing your mission, you're never gonna compromise that one value in transparency. Um, and so if someone comes to you and there's a marketer and they say, well, let's send an email and let's not mention that the product does us. In fact, let's say the product does something else that it doesn't do, honesty, to, you know, going back on honesty, if that's your value or transparency, if that's what you know as a client to say, 
that's outside of our our values. So we don't want to 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 to, to do that. So that's where it's an interesting thing to kind of come out as a client to reevaluate these things before you approach a web professional. It really does dictate who you who you uh, sign with and who you move forward with. This is a really interesting. I kind of want to ask like Sarah on this. I'm assuming you've probably hired more marketers and web professionals than I have, right? So I'm going to make that assumption. How many times have you worked with anyone in the digital creative space who has said that they've got some kind of value, like honesty, transparency, fair prices, good workmanship? Does that come up a lot? They say that kind of stuff or they, they put that on their marketing? No. No? <laughs> really, it doesn't. And, and I feel like it should. I think if it doesn't come up, but you as a person can read what's happening within, you know, with conversations that you're having, even if they're not directed mm. strategically on those things within conversations, it comes up, I think naturally because the huh. marketing, yeah. you can tell whether people are being truthful or not. Mm. If it's any of my content, it almost certainly isn't truthful. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are lots of marketers out there um, that have values that conflict with what I, the values of my company. Absolutely. So, 100%. You know, it, yeah. For you guys, like, like coming from a client perspective, I never knew that to be honest with you. So, and, and you know what? It's good, Sarah, because then if you're in partnership with other people having that conversation, it doesn't matter how many cooks are in the kitchen. So if you come to a web pro and they know you have like five people making a decision, sometimes it's like a huge red flag because mm. that makes it really hard for them to say, okay, this is going to be a really long project. You know, there's going to be a lot of back and forth. But if you went to all five of those people and, and determined this sort of vision, values, and mission of what you were doing, it, uh, you would almost restore confidence in that process. Interesting. Okay. So it, it's funny though, because so one of the things I think that makes a value a value is if someone else does disagree with it. I think by definition, it's not a value because for, and I'm picking on your examples, Christina, but they were, they were any examples. And I'm aware of that, but it's when we say our openness or honesty and transparency, I don't think that's a value. I think someone would take for granted that like, and that's kind of why I asked the question to Sarah. Like people often say, "Oh, well, we we're we're a website agency, and we we believe in fair prices and openness and honesty." I'm like, "Well, I would kind of hope so." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, to me, that's not a value. A, a value is not. It's really easy to answer uh, answer a question an easy an easy question. A value, like to me, is I believe that categorically, if you want to have a successful business, you have to have the courage to be disliked. Some people are going to disagree with that. And some people are going to agree with that. That's a value. And when those things, because everyone goes, well, do we both believe that both parties should be open and honest? <laughs> Obviously, yes. The fact that we even have to have a conversation about that is insane. Do we, however, believe that we should publish something that isn't perfect because we know we're going to have to change it in the future? Some people are going to say yes. Some people are going to say no. It's more, I'd rather find values that you disagree on as a, as a, as a, as a measure of how well is this partnership going to work? I would say those are like boundaries more than values. But, but what would you define as a value then that not everyone Guiding else? Guiding principles. Yeah. But surely if it's, if it's like honesty, uh, some businesses don't have honesty. honesty and transparency as their value. 
No, they might not actually have it, but I guarantee they would never say that they don't have it. No, no it depends on the product, right? So there might be a product that it requires transparency about it. For example, like um, you think of like the the nature granola bars or whatever that are like, we have 0% this, that, and the other and whatever. And I'm not going to find that on my like, you know, crappy granola bars I buy for the kids that are super cheap for their lunches. I'm not going to find that same value that you're going to find on like bare naked, for example, like that product bare naked. Yep. The name of the company, I'm almost sure if they, if you asked what their, one of their values were there, it would be honesty and transparency. I'm Guaranteed. telling you that's a weak value. <laughs> I'm, I'm being a hundred percent serious. I don't know if it is a weak value anymore. I don't know. I, I agree but with that. Asked, but if I you think... ask the other company, if you ask the other company that didn't no. have, that wasn't high quality, that's said, not their top three. One of your values, they would say yes. No. Yes, they would. Granola bars that I have up there that are cheap and very cheap to put in my kids' lunches, mm-hmm. their top values are probably um, affordability, right? That it's affordable, yeah. that it tastes great, and that uh, kids love it, right? I mean, that could be transparency of them saying they have like five different chemicals that I cannot pronounce is not part of their values because that's not part of their mission and and their vision. Their vision is to, let's say their vision is to create great snack products that kids and families love. Whereas like Bare Naked's vision may be to produce products that don't have chemicals and additives that could compromise the health of our consumers. Totally different visions Mm-hmm. Their top three yep. values are going to be very different. And I can't say, I, I don't agree that honesty and transparency is a core value when it yeah. comes to communication of the business's vision and, and mission. Interesting. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bit like well, then great. We'll, we'll stop the podcast right on that and I'll kick you off. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now Never we don't know if him because if he's being honest or not. You know? no, right. Completely dishonest. Yeah, I am. So, um, no, but honestly, that's a great conversation. At least gets people thinking. And um, you can Google those three terms and actually find some really great stuff online. And, and Mike, I, I'm almost sure you have a couple uh, blog posts about it that I can leave in the uh, show notes on the podcast. We will do that. And it's all about how openness and honesty are weak values. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 10, it's a 10, you're going to get this podcast <laughs> you're write it one really fast. Yep. Uh, an email on that. All right. Well, thank you again to Mike and Sarah for joining us on the podcast. Hopefully this conversation around vision, values, and mission will help both the website owner and the web pro in their relationship with each other as we encourage the growth of businesses through their website and through website services for that matter. Until next time, I'm Christina Romero with WP Care Market. Here's to your success. <laughs>